This is the mayor of the internet. And it's that time, baby. It is time for the funniest guy at work. You know that's right. With the great Brandino and Giblet. And here's your host, the man who hangs out in the kitchen and parties, baby, Nate Starr. Welcome, everybody, to the funniest guy at work. I am Nate. And this is the show where we talk about the news, pop culture, and everything else that is on our mind. And when I say we, I'm talking about my friends. Uh, introducing first, the soul from Motown. Everybody calls him Brand Jovi, but we're content to call him... Well, actually, lately, we've been calling him Dino. Brandino, good evening to you, sir. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now we go to Anne Boudreaux and her sisters from Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yeah, I really the, the, you guys, you guys didn't hear the the pre the, the the pre-show, but leading right up into the intro to the show, there was a Lawrence Welk reference being <laughs> yeah. made, and I'm an old old man, so I had to I had to comment on it in I, the only uh, way. I count in in different ways. Sometimes I do the dance uh, remix yep. count in, uh, where it gets progressively deeper and more robotic. And uh, my favorite gag, of course, is starting from 100. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that, that, but... is, that is a good gag. It never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> just, just talking about it. I don't even do it. <laughs> yeah, like we it, didn't even do it. it but uh, tee And uh, so, yeah, that is, uh, you know, we like to have fun. You know, it's not just fun for you. Uh, the, the Literally the tens of ones of listeners that we get each and every week. Uh, but it is fun for us. We're having a good time. So yeah, Lawrence Welk. Uh, I watched a lot of Lawrence Welk uh, growing up because both sets of my grandparents really liked it, uh, and my grandfather would often yell at my grandmother uh, because she would try to talk during Lawrence Welk, and he would just go, "Woman, hark! I'm watching <laughs> hark. Lawrence Welk." You know, it's funny. Uh, Goldie, friend of the show, used to tell me a story. Um, he's told it to me several times, but I always listen because it makes me laugh. Is that he would tell me stories where his uh, grandfather, you know, his dad's dad, would make uh, his father watch it when he was a boy and would shush him through the entire program. <laughs> and so what Garrett's dad would do to torment Garrett is he would turn on the show and then shush him <laughs> through the entire hour-long broadcast. Oh, that's fun. That's and, a good story. Uh, that's fun. And then, you know, what's great about that is we all wonder how, you know, that's like, that's that's how, that is how a villain is made, folks. That is, yes. <laughs> that is how, yes. <laughs> that is how one makes a super villain. That is. Uh, yeah, and uh, for, for our, our audience that is not, um, that is not Andrea. <laughs> Lawrence Welk was this weird old variety show from the 50s and 60s and early 70s. I think it was just like this early, yeah, into the early 80s even possibly. But it yes. was just this this weird Canadian dude who uh, who talked a lot of this. Uh, um, <laughs> he like he talked like it like just throw a UP accent on Mario from Hey, it's a me, a Mario. Yep. Like twinge <laughs> that a little UP ish, and you've got exactly how Lawrence Welk sounded. Yep. And then it would just be cornball old, like, 
Oh, and, the standardiest of standards. Oh, <laughs> like, if and now it's Tommy and Tina, and they're a tap dancing twins, and a one and a two. It's yeah. like it's oh, it was it was it was awful, but great. Beautiful, beautiful. I I have watched hours of it, even as an adult. It will come on. Mostly, I did it to torture uh, my wife. But uh, that's my the my wife. Thank you for the Voldemort. I was going. I I went with the Josh Groban, uh, for <laughs> for my my <laughs> You raise me up. That was, and that's actually uh, truth be told. Uh, I just read uh, the lyrics to "You Raise Me Up" as our wedding vows. A lot of people didn't realize that. Uh, I was at the wedding. One hundred percent true. It's uh, I can come clean now. I just. Uh, just read them as if I came up with myself. Like I level funniest guy at work trivia. Right there. <laughs> since, since we're fucking around here in the in the intro, I would just like to state my opinion on Josh Groban since we just talked about him. I think he sounds like Marvin the Martian as an opera singer. Uh, let's see. You raise me. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to blow up the earth. I'm looking for my transmogifier. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. But anyway, that's the that's Brand Jovi. Brand that's Dino. Uh but you know what? We're not alone. Twice you might have heard him. <laughs> during during uh Nate and Brandon talk about how how much we hate slash love slash adore Lawrence Welk. Uh, <laughs> you might have heard him trying to squeeze a word in edgewise. <laughs> But hey, screw there's a word in edgewise. We're talking about the giblet. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, to the historians from the future who are listening to this from the time capsule, just quick count. Uh, Chinese is not yet being taught in schools. Nope. <laughs> and we still have blacks. <laughs> still have them. Still have them. We're all not one all right, color now, like uh, Bullworth told us to do. Yep. Now, <laughs> what we're going to need from our listeners on this is we need you to we need everybody, all of our listeners, to send in at least five dollars so I can press that onto a golden record and launch it into space. <laughs> uh, mm, what is that... this? Let's listen to it. I am wearing a silver Nehru jacket. That Maybe will we'll be an when we start our Patreon page in the future. In the future. Next season. Season six, right? No, where we are? Season six next year? Yep. Yeah, this is season five. Yeah, season six. Patreon. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Starting it, starting it in, man. I guess. Yes. Special treasures. Mm. Special treasures? That's the name of a sex shop downtown, actually. Oh, is it? No. <laughs> In Holland, special yeah, treasures. Yeah, yeah. All special it is is Bibles. That was, <laughs> I was just about to say it's just Bibles. Just, it's just Bibles. Actually, that's what the name of the store is. It says special treasures, and then underneath, adult novelty, adult novelties parentheses. It's just Bibles. It's just Bibles. <laughs> a very, a very wordy sign. But yeah, you have to you have to go to the real liberal uh, bastion on the west side of the state, Wyoming, that Sodom, <laughs> Wyoming. To, to find to to, 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 
to just find like something with like just real vanilla sex dice on it. It's yeah. like all six sides just say kiss. Well, you go to <laughs> you go to the Grand Valley. You go to your Spencer Gifts. Whoa! There's your Sodom and Gomorrah. Good gravy. Yeah, they, they still have those things where you squeeze the ball and the little guy drops his pants. Yeah, see more butts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, uh, that was uh, a lot of people don't know this. That was uh, Giblet's uh, La Hotel chat name. Uh, was uh, see more butts? See more butts. That was uh, when you were. Yeah, until I changed it to Adolf the Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. God. What a time to be alive. Uh, I fondly remember writing Adolf Wiener on the inside of my science textbook. To you know you know where that little sticker is that says Yeah, yeah, this, like this book belongs this book, to. Yeah, belongs <laughs> to. And I put Adolf Wiener and uh Seymour Butts and uh can't remember Jack some, Mehoff. There's Jack that, Mehoff, the, the, that yeah. old chestnut. Uh, yeah, yeah. And a Michael hunt Hunt. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Now they're like I actually work with a dude. Uh, he's one of our process like uh, computer engineers, and his name actually is Michael Hunt. Oh. Um, and he hates he hates being called Mike. So oh, you of don't course, say. Whenever he's, yeah, <laughs> whenever he's in town, it's just like the pager system at, at the big enclave plant is just going off nonstop. Oh God. <laughs> so yeah, we'll just pay, we'll just we'll just page him across Michael Hunt. See the joke. See, you expected me to say Mike. Yeah. But the joke is that I didn't. <laughs> but you, but you can imagine what it would be like if I did. Well, what? I... <laughs> uh, thank you, Mayor Adam West. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. That's exactly what I was going for. Nice. Well, jo- I, you know what? Uh, speaking real quick here before we get into the uh, strict uh, production notes that we forgot to do this week. <laughs> Uh, the, we, didn't, uh, we didn't plan shit. Well, no, no. Well, I don't know about you guys. I've been following the script to the fucking word. <laughs> Even here, where it says Giblet looks down at script. <laughs> oh. Well, we, we didn't write much after we wrote Ed's. Uh, I've been following the script to the fucking word. Even here, where it says Ed looks down at script. Yeah, after it kind of fell after, after this. We just kind of went off the rails. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I see that. <laughs> Now, uh, it's just a middle finger drawn repeatedly on all the remaining things. <laughs> this is you. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I've been watching uh, this uh, underground program called Family Guy. <laughs> it's a scrappy. Okay, I've, now, I've, yeah. not, I've not heard of this. What, what, what channel may it I find is, it? Uh, you'll find it on your Fox affiliate station on okay. Sunday evenings. <laughs> Uh, my my wife actually uh, it makes me laugh every time I go to start your wife <laughs> your wife and uh, she'll because uh, she'll always be like this show is vulgar <laughs> and she'll just say it like so stone faced and it makes me laugh every fucking time and she's like <laughs> I'm not joking I find this show very vulgar and then I laugh harder and harder because <laughs> uh, it's like yeah I know that's why I'm watching it. But uh, I really like how they've made, like, how Peter and Joe kind of hate each other now. Yeah. Like, there's that under, there's that under, there's that seed where, like, Peter wants none of Joe's bullshit anymore. 
And because uh, where they were just like the like the, the the last one I watched is they're sitting in the bar at the drunken clam and nobody is saying anything and they just start doing this like stompy you know everybody's just making music thing and uh joe starts the beatbox and they're like he gets out the first like <laughs> and then peter's like and that's enough of that it's yeah. like cuts it just like fucking puts the kibosh on it and i actually had to pause it because it made me laugh so hard it was such a dick move like i could see myself doing that to somebody because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> like, like, um, hey, next yeah. time, next time you, you find can a see yourself doing it to me 15 years ago. Uh, yeah. Happened a lot. Uh, I would, yeah, I would literally bait you into it though. I'd be like, yep. come on, like yeah. I would like motion for you to like, come on, man, get in on it, get in on it, and then you'd be like, oh, no, we're done. This is stupid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I, I wasn't the lowest on the seniority ladder in terms of that because uh, after you got me to do it, occasionally I would get to do it, and then I would throw it to a friend of the show, Ice Cold. Yeah, um, yeah, Rick Rohotis, yeah. Would, yeah, and then he would start to do it. He would be like, okay, everybody, throw me a beat. And we, we would all just be like... Yeah. Hey, guys, let's make a promise, guys. Let's promise that, like, the next time you see something like that, something that makes you laugh, like, unbelievably hard in, like, a couple of seconds, like, roll it back, whip out your phone, record it on a video, send it to our chat channel. Oh. Yeah. We can all laugh together. At we your, can at... all laugh together. What I like about that is that's inclusive to everyone who listens. True. <laughs> Andrea, <laughs> Josh. Andrea, Josh, you'll be joining the chat. For only $10 uh, a month at the Patreon level. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Chat level. Uh, what's chat. great is if you were to actually see the FGW chatter, most of it's like, hey, should I have uh, should I have waffles or chili for lunch? <laughs> and then somebody says, why not both? And then we put uh, the like uh, that we have as uh, two beer mugs together in a cheers form. Uh, we make it as big as we can. That is that is in essence uh, the FGW chatter. <laughs> it, it's really a mockery of ourselves, really. It's, it uh, is because we it, just talk about to our South Park. There's a, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing productive. <laughs> like nope. there, nothing is like, hey, I thought of this great bit for the show. Instead, it's like, hey, I have a bit for the show, but I'm not gonna fucking tell you about. It. <laughs> like you're yeah. gonna be surprised when it gets going. <laughs> I want your organic. Reactions. <laughs> Border, borderline distracting. Is what <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, many, you know, I work uh, with my job. I, you know, look at my phone, and, and uh, I gotta be careful. My boss's husband listens to this show. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, 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 your boss's, is your boss's <laughs> husband Jay Leno? <laughs> That's what I just realized I was doing. Uh, hey, you know, uh, uh, oh, you know, I, I was just talking to one in over there. Yeah, yeah. Let me just see, just so many Doritos that uh, one of your eyes goes out. Uh, <laughs> that's, go that, that's like that's a really good like for, for the audience out there. If you if you don't think you can do impressions, I'm here to tell you that you can do impressions. You don't have to say anything. Like, you can say whatever the hell you want as long as you get the tone correct. 
Like, you know, like the voice doesn't... Like, Nate's Jay Leno was really good, but he did, like, a perfect impression thing. Where you start off up here, and then you go down here. Yeah. It's yep. it's perfect. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that is, like... That's Jay Leno 101. It's, yeah, that's, it's, that's, a... that's like a textbook impression. If you can do two different tones of the impression, kind of okay. Yep. You can do an impression. That is, uh, yeah. Like, people are like... great job. <laughs> yeah, great, great job doing it. Phoning in that hackneyed impression. I uh, no, I mean, but it is. It you know. Um, speaking of, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Here we go. Here's a segment for you. Here's a segment for you. Here you go. It's the, it's the segment is the thorax. <laughs> the thorax. Oh, yeah, because yeah, this is what's in my thorax lately. Uh, I uh, I had the misfortune. This is this is the quite. This is the polar opposite. Uh, this is the goatee wearing uh, of Check This Shit Out, uh, which we do at the end of the show. This is called Stay the Fuck Away From This. Oh, boy. And it is, uh, my recommendation for Stay the Fuck Away From This is Dana Carvey um, has a Netflix special out. Yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, man. It is so bad. It is... And, like, oh. I, I really enjoy Danny Carvey. I think he's generally really funny, and I like him in, like, kind of off-the-cuff interview type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love, I love whenever he's on a couch. I think he's fantastic. Uh, you know, I think... Yeah, and, 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 like, I, I, love, I love the idea of his micro-impressions, because I, I think shit like that, where you're just distilling it down to just noise, yeah. and it still comes across, it's perfect. Yeah, that's why, I mean, because yeah. that's, where, that's where that came from. It's just, like, uh, um... Martin Short is also a micro, does the micro impression. Like he, yep. he uh, talks about how when he does Jerry Lewis, he's always acting like he's sucking on a lozenge. <laughs> so, you know, when you do funny ha-ha, it's like, and uh, so that's, uh, you know, I, I mean, so that kind of shit, yes. Obviously from my Jay Leno that I did earlier, you know, micro impressions I think are great as an impressionist on my own. But this... I don't know what it was. I don't. I don't. I don't understand, like what happened. Because I mean, I remember watching that special he did back in the nineties. Uh, oh, it was great. It was when, really uh, good. Yeah, he broke out. You know, he talked about khakis, and uh, you know, like how men like are always posing real weird. They are in, in the Dockers commercials, uh, and uh, you know, and he yep. did the he broke out the guitar. And act like when people he, change chords, it's like a magic yeah. trick. Uh, you and, know. and he did he did a straight five minutes of Andy Rooney impressions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, just or no, I'm not Andy no Mickey Rooney, Rooney. Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Rooney. Yeah, I knew. 1939. I was the number one box office draw in the world. In the world, number one. The world. Yeah, I. Uh, that is one of my favorites. But uh, but this special. Uh, well, like, to give you an idea, he does a lot of Trump material, like a lot of Trump yeah, impressions. Yeah. And, and the, which, which is hard to watch. It is. And I don't, uh, I don't think it's a particularly good Trump either, by the way, in PS. But, no, uh, it's not. really not. But I'm it's watching not. this special and I'm like, man, this is, this has been rough. It's like an hour-long special, right? And I'm like, God, this has just been... I was like, oh, God, it's got to be about half over, right? 13 minutes. 
13 yeah, minutes yeah, in, I, I paused we it. Thing. We did the same thing. We watched it and we were like, oh, Christ. How, has this been like, at least there's only 15 minutes left. Pause. Nine minutes in. <laughs> just, just, oh. I was like, no, no, we're done. It's over. And no, so. like, normally, normally, like, I try to muscle through stuff like that, but like, I, we're only 11 minutes into it and I was just like, nope. Nope, yeah. can't do it. You guys took me right back to biology class in college. <laughs> oh, surely it's been at least 45 minutes. Eight minutes? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. it's, like, well, it's only been eight minutes, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, I literally saw the clock go back backwards when I was in that class. That was just <laughs> ka-chunk. No, that's not fucking fair. Uh, but, yeah, it is. Uh, it was... Oh. Holy fuck, man! It was not, not good. It was just so bad. And uh, like, I have luckily been uh, watching an obscene amount of Twilight Zone to cleanse my palate, so that works out nicely. So yes. once again, that's a that's a the opposite of what we normally do at the end of the show. Yeah. Appropriate. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a do not check this out. Do not no. check this out. Yeah. Anti check this out. Anti check this out. It's got a goatee. That's how you don't now, um, I, no I, I don't want to just hard. I don't want to just hard segue, but uh, uh, there's been a lot of Christmas specials on recently. Yeah. Um, which I'm a, I'm a giant fan of. Yes. I, lo- I love I love the classic Christmas specials like your your Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Just love Rankin based. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but there are also a lot of really shitty Christmas specials. Let's just all be honest. There's a bunch I, of bad. I don't know there. what you mean. I need at least one example. Oh, um, <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, the cartoon. It's, yes. It's not great. It's not yep. great. It is not. Um, that is, I actually, I literally, I literally forgot that it existed. And then when you said it, it opened it up like some weird, like uh, the move that that twenty three movie with Jim Carrey. It's like you unlocked something yep. in my brain. And it yep. came crashing down on me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not great. So, um, in the spirit of, in the spirit of Christmas, and in the spirit of bad Christmas holiday specials, um, I have another game for this week. Nice. You know, I again. love games. And the game is real Christmas special. Christmas special I made up, or hi I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so how it's gonna work is there's either gonna be a real like I'm gonna read you a title of a Christmas special. It's either real, it's fake and I made it up, or it's a hi I'm Troy McClure and you may remember me from such films as. All right, all right. So it, it it'll be an actual thing that Troy McClure lists as one of his credits. Nice. I'll be. I'm There's gonna win this one. Like there, there are literally Troy McClure things in here. There are literally things that Troy McClure said he started in this. Okay. Perfect. Okay, I think I get this. I get this. <laughs> you've you've been able to grasp the complicated nuance it, it, of this it, game. It took. Yeah, me, is it real? Is it fake? Or did Troy McClure say he started it? I yes. I kind of feel like this is how Ender Wiggin must have felt in Ender's game when he had to uh 
Well, know. you're not uh, you're not gonna blow up any uh, bug planets or be subjected to uh, any stringencies of the hegemon. Um, <laughs> Whoa, man! <laughs> I read I read all those books when I was like uh, just like a thirteen year old who was like I'm smarter than everybody else. Um, you are. And I, I read that shit when I was in my twenties. <laughs> And now, now that I'm like a 36-year-old dude, I'm like, oh, Christ, Orson Scott Card, just relax, buddy. Just calm down, pal. It's it's going to be okay. Um, Man, unfortunately. That's, that, that's a whole other topic that we'll get into when I'm super bummed out later in the winter. Um, <laughs> Look for that when we're doing our DS9 episodes. Yeah, and, no, uh... that's going to come up. I'm sure you're right. That's exact, yes. In our special seasonal depression edition. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yep, where I, where I sacrifice a goat uh, to the gods of anti-anxiety drugs. <laughs> Three Midwestern men cope with the harsh winters. <laughs> yep. Dry climate. And check Have out Spook seen... of Winter. Haven't seen the sun in 50 days. Um, I woke up this morning and it was fucking gray. (laughs) It's true. And even, like, the sunny days in the winter are even worse because it's colder. Yep. Yep. Um, There's no cloud cover to keep any heat in. Okay, so, uh, again, real Christmas special, fake one I made up, or Troy McClure credit. Do it. Okay. Let's light this candle. All right. Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. Real. Made it by Dino. All right. Nate takes that point. That's real. Yeah. It's a Rankin and Bass. It is a Rankin and Bass, and it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also true. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Christmas in Candle Cove. Oh, man. Cove. I'm going to go with real. I'm going to go with Brandon made it up. Boy, Nate's on fire. Damn. I, I did make that one up. Now, to be awesome. fair, that could easily have been on Hallmark's Christmas movie marathon. That, that was the... almost, that was literally almost the third option. I was deciding today between, <laughs> tr- between Troy McClure's credit or Hallmark Christmas special. Yeah. Yep. Um, Christmas in Candle Cove. All my pictures of visual. Signed, John Ratzenberger. (laughs) All right. The stingiest man in town. Real. Troy McClure. Nate is just Nate is just fucking killing it. That's real. I am I am a Mick Foley level of Christmas, dude. It is. uh, It's true. It's true. You do love Christmas, and I uh, care little for it myself. Well, I did. I did call some of this from the United Kingdom, also. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes. Hey, you guys check out that Black Mirror yet? I, I have. Uh, I have checked out that Black Mirror. That shit is cool. I just watched the I, yesterday. I have not, but it looks cool. It um, is. Uh, it's like an all tech version of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, an information age version of the Outer Limits. Hi, Nate and Ed here. We're just going to say the same things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, guys, don't mind us. Uh, Giblet and Schroes were just uh, 
saying similar things. <laughs> nice one. All right, all right, here we go. I'm winning 17 to 4. <laughs> well, it's it's th- it's three nil, but yes, it's getting okay. Grandma's Christmas list. Fake. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Troy McClure. Uh, Nate is up for nothing. That's fake. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> oh man, I gotta hang out with Dino more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the contrabulous fabtraption of Professor Horatio Huffnagel. That's oh, got to be Troy, Troy McClure. Yes, <laughs> that is Troy McClure. I'm taking the point for that one. <laughs> all right, you said it first. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, it's it, it's 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 uh, we'll call that a tie, so it's four to one. Okay. Um, the Easter Bunny saves Christmas. Oh, that seems tricky. That's tough. I'm gonna go with real on that. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with fake. Boy, Nate, uh, like Nate is just a savant at this game. That is fake. <laughs> I made that up. Uh, I made that up because it sounded just plausible enough. And, and like seriously, uh, a funny story. I actually made a short film uh, for the Hitler Stalin Comedy Hour. Uh, the uh, comedy, the uh, the thing I used with a video game problem uh, program called the Movies. And in it, they fought an army of Easter bunnies to save Santa. <laughs> and uh, there was the Christmas special. I never actually put it on YouTube, but the whole idea was like, uh, like Hitler's like, what? You mean to tell me there are multiple Easter bunnies? And Santa's like, yeah, you think that asshole can get around the entire country in one day? <laughs> it was just full of that shit. That was like... <laughs> That is uh that is an unknown uh yep. <laughs> an unknown bit to a show that literally had one episode uh that has a lot of views and a lot of angry skinheads. Yeah, uh, we're in my comments. Right it is it, it's a true road. thing. Look it up. Hitler and Stalin Comedy Hour. The funniest bit is the opening credits uh which yeah. uh is Pat Boone <laughs> singing Crazy Train and it looks like clips from other episodes that never existed. And uh, it is uh, it is a real thing. It's got like twenty thousand views, and um, yeah, I made it like with a shit microphone, and it was uh, but it was fun. Anyway, I like how, okay. I like how our show is turned into just like, hey, here's here's two hours of guys telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're white cisgendered dudes. That is our job in society. Yes, President-elect <laughs> Trump has made it our job. It is. We are. We are doing our civic duty, and telling yeah, you. you can, you can listen to us and have some laughs, or you can go listen to some actual racists. So, like, just thank your lucky stars. Yeah. Right? And only okay, yeah, so sometimes it also worse. we talk about food a lot. You could do worse, funniest yeah. guy. Okay. <laughs> so going forward for the last for the last four of these, I'm going to read them all like Troy McClure, just oh, to fuck you up. Here we go. Oh man. Oh no. Here we go. All right. The bear who slept through Christmas. Real. Oh, I was going to go with real. I'm going with real anyway. <laughs> that, that is real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Christmas Ape 2. Christmas Ape goes to summer camp. Fake. Uh, it's Troy McClure. 
And that is Troy McClure. Damn it. Damn it, Nick. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. The Leprechaun's Christmas Gold. Fake. Real. Ed gets the point. That is real. Oh, that it's one a, is real. I'm up on you. It's a little-known Rankin Bass. It's a little-known Rankin Bass uh, like stop-motion animation, and it's terrible. <laughs> hey, while you were while you were pushing around people with your YouTube recommendations, I was having I was giving myself a pep talk. <laughs> I watched The Secret. Well, you... <laughs> <laughs> I watched this. Nice. I looked myself All right. here the entire time. So last last one, and Nate's only up by a point. We might have to go to the lightning round. Um. Okay, the last one. The Lonely Parson at Christmas. Fake. Real. All right, Nate Nate wins it narrowly. I did make that one up. Because, oh. yep. uh, you know, oddly enough, I was like, Parson, that's a Brandon word. Uh, damn it, I telegraphed it. I telegraphed it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, now, to be fair, um, I do own a gig of Christmas specials on my uh, external hard drive. Uh, so I am, uh, I do have, I have uh, um, the very smurfy Christmas. Uh, there are, I think there, there was a time in the 1980s where California state law said that every television program needed to produce a Christmas episode that was basically a Christmas carol. Yes. Yep. Because I yeah, have, where somebody, where somebody uh, in the cast is, is like, man, I don't like this. Yeah, I mean, Family Ties did it, Night Court did it, Flintstones yep. did it, Pac-Man oh, sure. did it, Pac-Man, yep. the original 1980s animated series. Oh yeah, Christmas. Uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, Christmas comes to Pac-Land. Christmas comes to Pac-Land. Yeah, I have it. Uh, it's on. That it's was on my uh, computer. that was on the list, but I thought that would be too easy. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, the last dying gasp of my marriage last year had saw my estranged wife coming to visit me, and she put up some holiday lights in the window that I never took down. And now it's the holiday season again, and I can just turn them back on. Yikes, Ed. <laughs> um, thanks for, the, thanks for go... the Tom Waits Christmas moment. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go dissolve like five Prozac in what I'm drinking. Oh, we um, Debbie Downer sound. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, that's another thing. That's not on here. That's not on this soundboard that I got. But you know what I do have? I have this one. Ah, <laughs> oh, I do love that oh, one. Inappropriate sound effects are great. Beats don't fail me now. That is uh, uh, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that's that dumb game was real, real Christmas special, fake one I made up, or Troy McClure. Comes. I I do I gotta say, man, you're uh, you're you are the Wink Martin nail of the show. I love it. I've been loving you know, the game master, all the games. You are yeah. Forget Captain N. It's Captain B is the game master. <laughs> that's good. Speaking of that. Um, I, I, speaking of that, speaking of that, no, I do own an original Nintendo. Oh, okay. Um, 
So this works on multiple levels. Yeah, and I've been I've been playing a bunch of old video games lately. So you don't um, have any uh, you don't have any interest in that new uh, mini Nintendo that's supposed to be all the hotness for this Christmas season? No, I actually I actually do want to get that when the price drops and Nintendo releases a bunch of them because they won't do it until after Christmas because yeah, that's just how Nintendo mm-hmm. does. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, um, I'm looking forward because... to buy it so I can play 10-yard fight. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> not that game. No, wait. With the... Um, real quick, not to cut your story off, but I'm going to do it because I'm mean. But, um... Now, I, re- refresh my memory. They have a lot of titles, a lot of good titles. Is Rampage one of the titles? No. Can you play cartridge games in this new Nintendo? No. There's just 30 games preloaded. Fuck it. Yeah, well, you I mean, it's got, you don't it's got have... like all the classics on it. No, no. Next, tell me your story. Now, now here's, <laughs> here's 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 my bitch with the mini Nintendo, the new one that just came out, and I'm gonna incur a lot of wrath here, but I need Nintendo to stop putting Ice Climbers and Balloon Fight. In all of their classic compilations, because both of those games are fucking terrible. Well, look at Nestor here. I was I was a PC <laughs> gamer in the '80s, so I don't really have. Yes, he was playing all of his Bard's Tale and yeah, yeah, Castle Wolfenstein. Castle Wolfenstein. Well, like, <laughs> Ice Climbers is just a never-ending arcade port where it's just a vertical platformer. Who cares? Those are terrible. Except for Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's good. Um, Balloon Which Fight is, a, is basically Super Mario Brothers, but it's like it's well, it's the same as Joust, which Isn't is not it, a great it's game. Like, it's Joust. more like Mario Brothers. It's like if you combine Mario Brothers with Joust. Yeah, but I mean, that, don't get confused, folks. Not Super Mario Brothers. The original Mario Brothers. The original Brothers. Mario Brothers, where they were lazy janitors, as uh, mm-hmm. uh, from the mom from <laughs> Fresh Off the Boat referred to the Mario Brothers uh, when she was playing with... Uh, oh, King's with Quest. play a lot of King's Quest. <laughs> yeah, King's Quest. I was, I was, You know what I loved about King's Quest? The puns. That's what oh, I learned. He, uh, <laughs> you know, he met a dangling participle, and it was like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Tabor got me a copy of that Leisure Suit Larry. That was pretty hot, oh, too. Oh, boy. Leisure, <laughs> Suit, Leisure Larry. Suit Larry. <clears throat> I played one Leisure Suit Larry game in, like, the early to mid-90s. I don't remember when. And I was like, why Why is this fun? This is... Well, because you got to go back. You have to go because, like, by that point, the internet was out. Right. <laughs> so, like, you know, if you go like, back maybe, to, like, maybe 91... I was, maybe I was jaded because my parents had HBO. Yeah. Like, not, like, cool HBO now. Like, you guys got to know. Like, people younger than us, you got to know. People Nate's age, like, don't know this. But (laughs) people me and Ed's age, like, HBO is not... It didn't used to be the bastion of, like, kick-ass television that it it is now. It used to just be, like, um, starting at 10 uh, o'clock, next on HBO, space fucking... I just remember the Empire Strikes Back was on once, and I was so excited I tripped and I spilled a glass Pepsi. Because yeah, like (laughs) like HBO used to just be like here here's what HBO was literally every day in the in the 80s to 90s. 
like during the entire daylight period when the street lights uh before the street lights came on it would basically be like return of the jedi the empire strikes back war games uh, <laughs> war, war games, games yeah. <laughs> war games um uh, uh what was the one movie with val kilmer uh in the 80s where they were uh, pure genius pure genius um, yep yeah. yeah. hard toxic waste that was the like starting seven o'clock like your sort of racy movies like revenge of the nerds would come on <laughs> um, your and porkies, then after your meatballs right, and then, exactly and then at 10 o'clock it was just all space fucking gloves um, off after 10 man yeah red light on yeah that's why uh that's what you know like uh i mean that was true even for like showtime not cinemax obviously but uh cinemax showtime just like it's at seven o'clock all bets are off <laughs> yeah well you know they catered to the older folks but uh showtime was great for that they had uh joe bob riggs who yep. would show oh, like bob uh riggs. He would show, like, bikini car wash, and uh, then he would rate, you know, he'd be like, this movie contains about 20 boobs, and so, you know, you'd be like... Guess how many boobs I saw today? 15. (laughs) Wait a second. Uh, A lot of thoughts about softcore porn, and I think we have ourselves a new angle for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. What, you know what we need to do is we need to get Martin Sheen. Yeah, that guy was yep. in like in the '80s. I swear to God, he did like ninety-three thousand softcore porn movies. He was always like, Mar-, it was like a Mad Lib. Martin Sheen is the proprietor of a business, <laughs> <laughs> and his young you know, nieces are hosting a event. <laughs> like, yeah, it was uh, Eric Roberts was in a bunch of them too. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, well, those things were filmed over like Memorial Day weekend. It was just like, you know, it was uh, it was it was wild. Uh, I mean, honestly, Martin Short probably showed up like uh, like fucking uh, Alec Guinness recorded all of his shit for all three Star Wars movies in like one fourteen-hour day. Isn't that what they? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then made like and that? then made Matrix money because he didn't take uh, he didn't take a paycheck. He took residual. He took like, like, uh, in, like took uh, back end. He took back end for payment. They actually call it a Guinness now in Hollywood. If you take the if you do the back end, but uh, well, like every 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 shitty softcore porn script is one of the. It's one of three things you've inherited blank from your aunt or uncle and. It's failing, but the only way to turn it around is with blank, which is always boobs. <laughs> it's always boobs. Hey, it's just three guys talking about porno. <laughs> Shit, like old, like not, it's not even porn, like at like by today's standards. Like, no, oh god, no. It, it's it's like basically like back in like the twenties. I mean, like look at them gams. Yeah, it's, it's like. Oh, yeah, their dude. top fell off. Whoa. Yeah, the, the crappy softcore porn we grew up on is nothing. It's <laughs> nothing compared to what porn actually is now. It is uh, yeah. like it is. It's like it's basically like like Mitt Romney watches Bikini Car Wash. That's how tame yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> yeah, like like 
The softcore porn we grew up on is essentially like less than coffee to Mormons. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's the way we liked it. That was it. That's exactly it. We didn't want to you be... You use your imagination. You had to really believe that that, that laundromat was going to go out of business unless a bunch of hot chicks got topless at a BMX bike race. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's, that's always what started. it was. It was always some, you, you inherited you inherited some shitty business from like some great aunt, and yeah. then the only way to save it was to get your boobs out. Well, yeah. That or was, transversely, Martin Short was the uncle who owned the shitty business, and Martin his hot nieces, Martin Sheen, Martin Short. Oof, those movies would be so different. Oh God, <laughs> softcore performance would be the best with Martin Short in them. Now you're going to take your top off, correct? That was me, that was me doing a really shitty Jiminy Glick. Doing, doing the Ed Grimley dance. Ed, Ed Grimley. <laughs> oh, I must say, I'm so happy you're naked. Oh, <laughs> God. Ugh. Is there any way we could get a cameo from Pat Sajak? <laughs> Alright guys, all we have to do is work in Star Trek and I think we've had all of our favorite things in one episode. Is, now we uh... haven't talked about poop. <laughs> Yet. The show is still young. Uh, but hey, you know what? So, that that concludes our segment on old ass references. <laughs> and so, yes, uh, welcome to the show, oh, Ed. It's not concluded. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, so let's get things kicked off. And... Uh, That is, boy, that's a weak, my air horn's way better. Where's that dessert song? <laughs> what you gonna do with that dessert? We could really use that right now. <laughs> uh, that was, that was the, that was the breakaway. That was our bailout song. The, um, but I got a new phone and I don't have it anymore. Oh, well, that... get down the to-do list. Yeah, well, cause I, I downloaded the same program. But now they don't let you, they didn't, uh, like, on the new phone, you couldn't uh, add your own song. You had to continue using the wrap-up music, and I thought that was stupid. I was like, if I can't use dessert, <laughs> if I can't use the chorus to, to dessert, then I don't want it. <laughs> but uh, but you know what? Let's play um, the Multiverse's number one party game. A little game. I thought we were ditching the game meta here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not a game. Actually, that was from the episode that no one ever. How dare you! That was that was from uh, the episode that uh, that the lizard people uh, deleted, and uh, we were never able to hear. Uh, Giblet and that, I. The episode that the goddamn FCC won't let us play because it's too hot for TV. Yeah, it is. It's not the FCC. The FCC doesn't give a shit anymore. It's it's the actual it's the actual lizard people. It's the the, L- the, the, fucking, the, it's the Illuminati. The yeah. Uh, it got dark. Even characters uh, like Jesse Ventura showed the up. Pindar of the Illuminati won't let you hear this. Ghost of Alan Rickman showed up, and and just yeah. everybody was very I, dark I, and bitter. Uh, but yeah, in the in that episode, we were just like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> it's like it's not even a game <laughs> it was just like again i think i was drinking like lemon water yeah but uh <laughs> that's how dark it got this guy nobody just uh 
We Nobody just cares. goddamn charade for just a second. We were just real with each other for a second, <laughs> and we're like, you know what? You're not drinking, and I'm drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got Evan Williams, my tag team partner. <laughs> uh, but you know, so anyway, the game is, hey, what you drinking? <laughs> Go around the room. So, uh, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to ask, huh, let's see here. Meeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by his toe. And Brandino, what you drinking? Um, I've had an exceptionally bad couple of weeks. Um, so now that I have a minute to decompress and, uh, and have a couple of cocktails here, I'm having what I like to refer to as stone soup, uh, because I didn't really feel like drinking scotch tonight. Uh-huh. So I drank what I have laying around, which is uh, spiced rum and cherry 7-Up. Oof. Okay. I can see that. Stone soup indeed. Um, yes. It's actually not that bad. But then I discovered uh, in my beer fridge, which is right next to my podcast station, that I had a couple of Bell's Best Brown Ales, too, so I'm two-fisting. Nice, nice, dude. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, really. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna wake up like and feel like somebody poured hot sand into my skull, but, um, uh, but you know, yeah. right now you're having fun. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's good. I'm good. I had, uh, I had a nice big, uh, <clears throat> nice big rum and uh, rum and cherry Seven Up. I had a couple of best brown ales. We're gonna feel good. <laughs> We're gonna feel good. Love a rum and cherry Seven Up. Mm. Had a rum and cherry Seven Up. Like your grandma drinks. I had a, uh, I had some uh, Fireball and grape Kool Aid. <laughs> oh. oh, that actually made my, my stomach just turned over a little bit <laughs> at you saying Fireball and grape Kool Aid. Whoa. I had a bunch but, of um, hair on your eyeballs. Put some hair on your nards. Ed, um, quit doing roofies. Uh, but, that, uh, <clears throat> While we have while we have a second here, while we're talking about booze, um, I would like to say that for the first time since I have been 13 years old, the Lions are in first place oh, in the NFC division in their NFC division. Here we go. Since after Thanksgiving, for literally the first time in 23 years, uh, and I am an unrepentant and sad sack lions fan um so i'm very happy about that right now oh, uh, what, it's one of the few what did we say 1993 was the last division yeah, championship 1993 was the last time they won their division um i was a strapping young uh strapping 13 year old boy at that point uh so yeah the lions haven't been i, I still don't think they're good i think they're extraordinarily lucky Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their I think their defense is garbage, uh, and I think they have I think they're gonna lose to Green Bay. At Fuck home. yeah, they are! Woo! Well, Green Bay played a really bad Eagles team and just walloped them. Um, but the Lions are a little bit better than Philly, but not a lot better. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I would really like the Lions to get a home playoff game because I've never seen that. Yeah. Like ever. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Because even, even in 93, they wound up going to the wild card for some reason. Well, no. The Lions had a wild card game, or the Lions had the home game in 1993. And in 
they went to Dallas and beat Dallas and uh, they beat Dallas at Dallas in 1991, but then got their just got their doors kicked in by Washington in 1991, uh, who went on to win the Super Bowl. So that's not that bad. Uh, but in 1993, I distinctly remember watching that game. All they had to do, they were up. They were up three points. All they had to do in 1993 was basically not let Green Bay score with six seconds left. And Brett Favre found uh, Sterling Sharp, who just broke free into the end zone and scored a game-winning touchdown to knock the Lions out of the playoffs. Uh, They would have gone on to play in 1993. I believe it would have been... Oh, I can't remember who the 1993 NFC champion was. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to Google it because I'm lazy and I don't care. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they, they would have gone on to play in the NFC championship game in 93 had they, had, had they not just blown coverage against the best wide receiver in the league with a young quarterback who was proving to be the best quarterback in the league. So that's my life as a Lions fan. I've been a Lions fan my entire life. And I continually get kicked in the nuts by this team. So all I'm expecting is to get kicked in the nuts by this team for the next five weeks. And that is a bad way to live and be a sports fan. (laughs) You know, some people like that. You know, it's cheaper than an S&M club. It's true. It's really like (laughs) if you're a masochist, which I'm a borderline one of those, especially with sports. But that's um, a good show. That's a different show entirely. Uh, <laughs> uh, as as a as a semi masochistic sports fan, it's it's gonna suck when the Lions host a home playoff game and get their dicks kicked in by Seattle. That's basically what I think is gonna happen. Sounds painful. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll um, see I, think, what I happens. think the Lions are gonna the Lions are gonna win. The Lions are gonna win three three of their next five games. Go ten and six host a home playoff game and absolutely get destroyed by Seattle to the tune of like 18 or 20 points. That's what I think is going to happen. Dino's hot takes. And that is my hot sprouts takes. Um, hot sprouts. Get your hot sprouts here. Get your hot sprouts here. So that's what I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking being a depressed perennial Detroit sports fan. Um, but uh, like I've seen my team playing a bunch of championships game or championship games. Uh, I've seen my teams win a few championships. Mm-hmm. Although I really don't give a flying rat's ass about hockey, mm-hmm. which sucks because that's the team that's won the most championships. Oh yeah, yeah. If they've been in, they've at least been in the playoffs since um, hockey was a thing. Yeah, they've been <laughs> in the playoffs since I was like four years old or something stupid like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the two teams, <clears throat> the two teams I like the most, the Detroit Tigers and the Detroit Lions, uh, have not won a championship since I was three years old. Um, the the Detroit Tigers won a championship a week before I turned four, and no one has won a cha- like the two teams I love the most have not won one since then, and it has been painful. Uh, I, they got swept in 2012. They they won one World Series game in 2006. They haven't been back since. They painfully, the Tigers painfully lost against Boston, even though they should have won that series. So I'm just a real, I'm a real sad sack right now. I'm going <laughs> to shut up. Ed, hey, what you, Ed, hey, what you drinking? Well, thank you. I, uh, 
I am drinking a by the shot. I believe this is shot number three of honorary fifth member of the show, Evan Williams. Uh, Evan Williams, oh. your boyfriend. E. Willie. Uh, Evan Williams, my favorite. The it hits this. It is it is grossly underpriced for its quality. And uh, people at home, you can't see this, but Nate is wearing Harry Potter. Uh, sweater, and he uh, he is now uh, holding a wand, a light-up wand, and he's staring at me. He's, his head is taking up the entire space of my screen. It's disturbing me, and I'm distracted. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on shot number three right now, and uh, it's good times. It's good, good times. Jam. You, 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 you should cut in, uh, you should cut in Lil John's shots, 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 shots. Shot through the heart. You're to blame. But you no, know we what? Went, we went two different places with that one. <laughs> let's just, let's just put all our cards on the table here, shall we, gentlemen? Nate, what you drinking? Oh, glad you asked. Uh, you know me. Uh, I drink nothing but Cristal, so uh, yeah, oh for sure, <laughs> the Cristal of beers, <laughs> Cristal uh, Pepsi, <laughs> Cristal Pepsi. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's just two twenty ounces of Cristal Pepsi poured into a decanter. <laughs> I'll see myself. Oh, uh, you're both kicked it's... off the show. <laughs> Next week it's gonna be me and my Patrick Warburton impression talking for an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually I actually uh, drank some alcohol tonight. I drank um, wow. three cough syrup. Straw- <laughs> yeah, I drank three bottles of cough syrup. Uh, you think I'm embarrassed? Look at the frog with the top hat on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, I drank three straw burritas. Straw burritas. Yep, does uh, twenty four ounces. It's ounces. five o'clock somewhere, mother scratchers. <laughs> hey, if everybody, anybody needs me, I'm gonna get a fucking kickstart on that jobby nooner out in uh, Detroit way. Nobody knows what that is except Brandino and I. Uh, it's a Detroit reference. We'll we'll explain. I'll link it if I remember. Uh, but anyway, I drank uh, three strawberry Ritas. And I drank my last uh, PBR, 16 ounce can, and so that's why I'm at the Cristal of Beers. That's the way to do it. If you're gonna get PBR, you just get a six pack of Tall Boys. Yeah, they're Lucy's, uh, up at the uh, grocery store here by my house. Uh, ten for ten. That is amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Anytime I can uh, get my hands on a PBR, dude, I will. One time, <clears throat> one time at 7-Eleven I stopped at, uh, had a 24-pack of, of Tall Boys of Miller High Life. Mm-hmm. It, was the great, it was one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I will I'm, buy all of them. <clears throat> a six-pack, that's like a 40-pack. Yeah, yeah. Eight-ounce cans, 60-ounce cans, yeah. Yeah, that's why uh, I got them. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm already, you know, it's well known I'm a PBR mark. Uh, well, actually, I'm a cheap beer mark. Because when you don't care where you're going, any road will get you there. 
I will. Uh... True. <laughs> it's true. See, I don't. <clears throat> we've had this discussion, I'm sure, a million times. But I'm I'm a big fan of the Miller High Life beer because uh, I think it tastes better than PBR, and it also doesn't give me a monster headache the next day. PBR, I bought the PBR was actually cheaper. Or no, I'm sorry, the High Life was cheaper uh, than the PBR when I went to the grocery store uh, before this work party. It was BYOB, and so uh, I brought a 12 pack of Miller High Life. <clears throat> And I drank it in like a half hour. <laughs> that's the bad part about <clears throat> that's the bad part about Miller High Life. Like PBR, you got to put in some work to drink twelve of them in a half an hour. Miller High Life, you could drink twelve of them in fifteen minutes and not realize it. Yeah, yeah. I just kept, you know, I drank <clears throat> one and then I just cracked another one, and uh, you know, I was just sitting there drinking, smoking, thinking, trying to lose my mind, and. Uh, so, like, it got to the end of the night, it was like, oh, it must have been like 11 o'clock. So, but it was like a good four or five hours since I polished off that 12-pack. And everybody's like, are you all right to drive home? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm gold, man. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> if you would have asked me, like, 45 minutes after I got here, No. <laughs> not at all. No, uh, but, but I, uh, I pissed forty six times. I, yep, I pissed so. forty six times, and I ate a huge plate of lasagna. So I'm 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 ready to go. I was ready uh, to go. I actually I was doing black I was doing backflips. I mean I was uh, it was amazing. You ever you ever roll up to a party and people are like oh, I'm buying a keg, so don't worry about it, and then they have like Bud Light. And you drink fifty. You drink fifty of them, and you're not drunk. Yeah, Bud Light. Bud Light. Uh, the great thing about Bud Light is that I'll go to karaoke and I'll drink two pitchers of Bud Light, and I'll walk out as sober as I walked in. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll get the I'll, I'll get the illusion. It's like it's like um, you, how they like explain alcohol to... works on Star Trek: The Next Generation. <clears throat> Boom! There it is. Tonight's Star Trek reference, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And then like, you don't even have. Like, you don't even have to, like, pay for gas on the way home, because you can just sit out of your car and fart at home. <laughs> fart your car home. Roast, Brandon, this is a good show. That's all That's all light beer's good for. It's, it's, hey, basically, uh, it's basically fart powder. Speaking of Star Trek, did you guys hear that Michelle Yeoh is going to be the captain in the new upcoming <laughs> Star Trek series? Is that I the did. series that's on the CBS All Access? Yes. Yes. I heard about it. Yes, I am also excited. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is a fantastic actress. And, what has she done? Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She was a Bond girl, I think, in Goldeneye. Oh, hello. Yep. Uh, some other shit. I don't know, but I was she in uh, Was she in Kill Bill? No. Dang. No. I was hoping she was that hot, the the one who looked like a schoolgirl, where the mace. You know what you're no. no, yeah, isn't Dino? Isn't she the? Uh... No, no, that's Lucy Liu. Yeah, that's Lucy. Yeah. yeah, Lucy Liu is the crime boss. Yeah. Yeah, Lucy Liu is the crime boss. Yes, Michelle yeah. Yeoh is uh, older than Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, she's on my celebrity list. Nice. nice. <laughs> you know that list that. Uh, the exceptions. That, list, yeah, course. the exceptions list that are just unattainable. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, the list should just have an asterisk past it, and then on the bottom, where the asterisk, like, comes in, it should just say, will never, ever happen, ever. Yeah, just, like, because it's, like, the people on the list are always just, like, so far out of your league. Oh, well, actually, you know, so, you know, my wife got mad at me because I changed mine to include, uh the bottle check girl at uh, the grocery store on my street. <laughs> about, uh... Nice. That's honest. That is. I was my like, uh, yeah, you know, Tina. Tina up at the groceries. <laughs> my, uh, my list is two people, uh, and, like, like, it'll never happen, but, like, I don't even want to, like, do anything crazy. I just want them to, like, just kind of say, oh, you're cute, and then I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, and then you'll just titter yourself to death. Exactly. <laughs> my, my, yes. My list is Jenna Fisher, who played Pam on The Office, yeah, and Karen that. Gillan, who played Amy Pond on Doctor Who. And uh, like, the, uh, the bald like, alien. I, I, I like the redheads. <laughs> the bald, uh, she played the bald alien on, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. That's where he was most of them. mostly into her. That was the bigger one. <laughs> Hot alien. Actually, I'll say this: the chick who played what's her name, uh, the one who uh, uh, who almost makes out with Chris Pratt. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana, <clears throat> the character she plays. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The, you know, what, what's the name of her uh, Marvel character in that movie? Isn't it Nebula? Gamora. 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 Yeah. I'll Nebula tell you this. That's right. That's right. There you go. There Gamora, you go. I tell you this. That was the hottest. Like, like she literally came to life. Because I remember reading, you know, the comics of her. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I was always like, man, she is hot in comic world. And uh-huh. I was like, they're like, <clears throat> nailed it. <laughs> yeah, Dude. that's how I felt when I saw Wonder Woman. And oh. Batman was super, I was like, whoa. Holy shit. I'm Ed Gibbs, yow. that might need to be one of our uh one of our like long form discussion shows where we break down the idea of the movie batman versus superman we haven't tabled it i i you know what here's the thing full disclosure you know i'm a superman mark i'm a fan uh i am uh i never saw it i didn't see that i did see the newer superman movie that raises the stakes ever higher ever higher your soul is in the balance because i'm gonna ask you to watch that did you see did you see marvel's uh captain america civil war nate no because i thought it looked i thought it looked uh to quote the greatest tag team of all time the new day i thought it looked like booty Um, i liked it marvel civil war and batman versus superman dawn of justice are the same movie one of them is good, and the other one is not good. <sighs> I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're basically the exact same movie. Not seeing it. Not seeing it. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Two men enter, one may leave. Two men enter, one may leave. <laughs> is this another pond fart episode? <laughs> <laughs> Why gooder. am I always bad at one? <laughs> Good friends. Gooder. Gooder. Enemies. Enemies. <laughs> That's the uh, the in your house 
uh, Brandy yeah. Hill with uh, Shawn yep. Michaels and Diesel. <clears throat> good friends, good or enemies. Good friends, good enemies. Uh, Available now on the don't WWE see, Network for nine ninety nine. Don't get don't get me started on WWF in your house. I have I have thoughts. <laughs> I have so many. Thoughts. I that's a whole other show, folks. I tell you this, I uh, you know I I know that there's got to be just like a multitude of podcasts, but I would love to honestly go back and riff tracks, uh, just about every eighties. Or not a like late eighties, early nineties, uh, WCW pay per view. Oh, the WCW ones. Oh yeah. If, oh yeah. If you want to do it, if you want to do it, holler at your boy. We will do it. Because those are, I don't know. There's something about that. Like we're like talking like Starcade '86 here. Yeah, we're talking like RoboCop. It oh, helps Sting. You know, not oh. like not like uh, the guy who not Peter Weller. But literally, RoboCop comes down and pulls the the door off a cage with his RoboCop strength because he's really RoboCop. Or how Rick Steiner feuded with Chucky. Oh, true. <laughs> you know, a war of words. Rick Steiner versus Chucky, and it was uh. So I mean, it's it's like the WWE. They did some westle crappy thing. Uh, you know, WCW they, under but, the direction of one, uh, the direction of one Vincent Runnels, uh, aka Dusty Rhodes, yeah, did some batshit crazy stuff. Just, just like he was, because he was so con- like much like Vince McMahon, uh, he, you know, Dusty had the idea that you know they weren't just making a wrestling show, they were making television. Yep, and but. At the end of the day, Vince still knew that the people who watched the show knew that they were watching a show. Like, if Dusty, in his mind, thought he was blurring the world between fantasy and reality. And it was just yeah, insane. Dusty, Dusty Rose is a dude who had his, his leg slammed in a car door by the four horsemen and actually walked around with a fake cast in his own house. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. That's a man who loves his kayfabe. It was just, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, and it's awful. And I would riff tracks the hell out of it. It will, uh, you know. So we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that in post. But super into this idea. All right. So let's see here. At this point now, man, it is late. Holy wah. Uh, now, Ed, you, um, you. Uh, messaged me privately uh, earlier today and you said you had an idea that was going to change the face of this show and very well (laughs) and very well the face of podcasting. I'm really anxious to hear what that is. So without further ado we we call this segment Ed Ovations. (laughs) I don't want to part the kimono too much on the show, but Ed sent me the same, like, he sent me the same message, part and it was just him oh. excitedly pointing at his dick. Oh, oh, he's gonna put the boy back in Chef Boyardee, huh? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Ah, uh, um, I'm waiting. 
<laughs> All right. So on Tuesday, a uh, a game called Final Fantasy Fifteen came out, the latest in the Final Fantasy series, and I think uh, I think the two of you probably have your own fond recollections of Final Fantasy, as do I. Oh, I have yeah. purchased yes. it. I have not played it yet. So I plan on playing it this weekend. The Indeed. go ahead. The combat system is the best one they've ever done. Ooh, and this new one? I praise. Yes, I praise. This combat system is the best one they've ever done. More than Final Fantasy three. Do you mean six? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh God! Yeah, you know what? I got news for you, pal. <laughs> this is America. In America, we call it Final Fantasy III. It's got the weird cat dude on the cover. <laughs> He's a Moogle, and his name is Mog. Uh, actually, when I when I renamed him, I named him Kitten Butt. <laughs> he got to rename me. I'm renaming you Stupid Face. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm calling this Mischief Managed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah. Final, yeah, Final Fantasy of three. Uh, it's, uh, it's already it's out, and I purchased it, and I'm playing it this weekend. In the meantime, I'm catching up. They did a promo for this where you can go onto YouTube and watch a five-part prequel to the main plot of the game called Final Fantasy Brotherhood. It is an anime or Japanese animation yep. style series uh each part it's five parts and they range between 10 and 20 minutes in length i am on the third right now they uh range in quality from jesus what am i watching to hey that was all right i guess (laughs) there is there's also a prequel movie called final fantasy the king's glaive yes yes i was thinking about getting that but it's not freely available i think so I may have to rent it. It will be a question of I really want to put money there, you know. So we'll see. Um, I will. Say, I will say the King's Glaive is pretty good. Oh yeah, you you saw it. You would recommend. Yes, it. I have, I have seen it. Oh well, then perhaps I will get it then under recommendations because uh, I will watch. King's Glaive is pretty good. You just have to understand where, like you, and you'll get it once you see it. Where it takes place inside the timeline of Final Fantasy fifteen. Because Square Enix is really, really good for that, having fucked up timelines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I hear that, uh, I read in some reviews that the story by itself is kind of tough, and it helps if uh, you watch that shit to get the context. Yes. If you watch The King's Glaive, it does help. Um, And also, if you're not familiar with Final Fantasy, um, I I would recommend 15 as a pretty good entry point into the whole the whole thing no because it's not as the gameplay style is not as esoteric and crazy as the rest of the like the rest of the battle systems in the series plan dina you've been playing final fantasy 15 yes nice nice nice. no you gotta start with one (laughs) all the way back If if you start with one you will hate the series. You start with one because that's why it's called one. You go start with 15 one, if one you're has, out of sync. 
One has maybe the worst mechanics of any Final Fantasy game, up to and including two, which has just super off the rails mechanics. Uh, two uh, has the guy who has the jumping power. Uh, you're yeah. talking about four, and his name is Kane. No, is the dragoon. Yeah, that's two. Final Fantasy four. His name is Kane. No, wait, gonna, are you doing? Are you doing? Are you doing your goddamn uh, kooky Japanese numbers here? Because Final <laughs> Fantasy two. <laughs> Final Fantasy two here in these U.S. of A. states features the dragoon where they fight the Leviathan in the opening part of the game. Yeah, that's Final Fantasy four. Yeah, on Planet Gleepglorp. Where we don't pay attention to numbers. Well, no, I'm just uh, on Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Two comes on the PS One disc. Final Fantasy Legacy, which has Final Fantasy One and Two. <laughs> then which one is three? Final Fantasy Three is Final Fantasy Six. You hear this shit, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I am. Uh... It's like a goddamn, it's a goddamn riddle. We can agree the only, that uh, the, only, the only video games, the only video games that that good old Brandino really, really loves are Final Fantasy video games. Yeah, oh I yeah, I really like Final Fantasy too because that's what it says on my cartridge. Oh, you mean twenty three? Uh, I think we could agree that final must mean something different in Japanese than it does yeah. in English. Yeah, uh, it, well. Well, he says, he pushes his glasses up his nose like a total nerd. Uh, that Final Fantasy was supposed to be the final game for Squaresoft, uh, Squaresoft uh, Software, uh, who was mostly a puzzle game creator, but they decided to blow it out on one last title, and Final Fantasy uh, actually turned out to be a pretty big hit in Japan. Man, I, have, uh, I knocked over the wrong can of beans, man. <laughs> no, I, like, seriously, I don't... I don't like a ton of video games. I don't play a lot of video games, but what I do play is JRPGs. I, I'm sorry, Nate. I uncorked something here. Yeah. I am, uh, you know what? I, I play uh, I play wrestling games and games in which you get to make your own guy. That's it. That is. Those are my niche. Oh, and I like that game, The Escapists. That was uh, games. Escapists is fun. That game is fun as fun. Escapists is fun. I have it. I haven't played it. Yet, oh though. man. It's so it is so beautifully simplistic and dumb because it's like if you if you ever wanted to find a bar of soap to put in a sock and hit somebody with, that is your game. Yeah, what's great about that is you know it's really hard to find socks. Yeah, <laughs> like you can get soap all fucking day, uh, but uh, good luck finding a sock. I like that the you can make molten cocoa. That's an instant knockout. I think that's pretty fun, but uh, yeah, don't uh, don't get me started. Um, yeah, but uh, enough about the Final Fantasy series of video games, because uh, I could literally talk for days about the, about these games. Yes. Well, Nate, now I think you were telling me that uh, <laughs> you had something mind blowing. Uh, see, it's not funny when I do it. Fucking. It's uh, because you know there's the, you don't have the the luxury of the running gag. Oh, I think my phone just overheated from 
trying yeah, to Yeah, you're, you're not showing up anymore. Yeah. We flew too close to the sun. I flew, I tried too hard. Uh, oh, to, to you, you poor fools whose wax wings melted. <laughs> you, um, you earthlings in your stupid minds. Stupid. <laughs> see, if, if you knew the proper sequence of Final Fantasy games, this would have never happened. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> oh, I will, I will, Paul White you. <laughs> I, I've, I've, played, I've played every single Final Fantasy game except Final Fantasy three. Um, you mean? Japanese oh, you Final mean Fantasy. Final Fantasy ninety? It's six. The thing you know is three is six. Well, yeah, yeah, with Kitty, with Kitty face on the cover. His name is Mog, he's a Moogle. And also, don't you... Uh, His best friend is a Yeti. You hang around, uh, you, you ride kookaburras. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, they're, they're cookie mungas. Cookie mungas. all of you. And uh, there was Why one guy... Like there was one guy who was like Beast Boy. And... Uh, His name is Gal. He learns moves <laughs> on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Dino, have you played fourteen, the the online one? 14? Oh, you mean you mean you mean one point five? No, it's fourteen in both languages. <laughs> no, the, the the two game, the, there's three Final Fantasy games I haven't played. Uh, three, eleven, and fourteen. And and uh, Final Fantasy Phonics Warriors. I I recommend fourteen. I am playing it currently. It is actually um, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's very chill. It's uh, super chillaxed. It's a good uh, game. That is. Final Fantasy like 3 and 1 here in America. Understandable. I, I will say that uh, of all the video game genres, MMO is the most acquired of tastes. It is yeah, a see, I, genre I, to love. Like, I'm going to put on my super nerd glasses right now. Wait, wait, um, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna there go are other bigger, I'm, I'm nerdier glasses? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually wearing five pairs of glasses right now. Um I don't like MMOs because people can artificially devalue the economy in an MMO so that your money means nothing in the game. Uh, All right. I actually, um, I was going to say hate, stupid conversation. Uh, uh, something about coming in for the approach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, coming in for the descent. That's what the we descent. call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the um, yeah, I think it is time that we get to the uh, descent and talk about uh, things to say goodbye to. The uh, so you know we're gonna wrap things up here. It's been uh, it's been a wild ride, back everybody back together. It feels like the first time. Uh, we only got a few episodes uh, here, and then we'll be on our Christmas break. So uh, hopefully we can get um, so we can get some more hilarious laughs in before the new year. Uh, but it's at this point as we uh, make our descent here, this is where we go around the room and uh, we tell everybody to check out a show or a book or a video game uh, that, uh, that you know you need to give a, give a, give a little peep to. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to start because we, we had Brandy, you know, talk about what he was drinking first. Uh, Giblet, uh, what are we going to check out here in the week to come? All right. All right. Listen up, folks. You haven't been paying attention. You know, you've been letting us kind of jibber jabber. We appreciate your attention, but you need to listen right now. 
Because this one, you need to do this one. If you haven't done it already, I'm not saying anything that is going to be too mind-blowing here, but if you're not already watching it, you need to check out HBO's Westworld. Hell yeah, dude. It's not so, not even kidding. It's so good. Even kidding. It's so good. I am so not good. I've not yet checked it out. I need it's to. So incredibly good. I am almost jealous of people who haven't seen it yet because they get to experience it again. Like I watch it and all I want to do is keep watching it. It is an it's, unbelievable it's, show. It's a ludicrously good television show. Like not yes. even I, I don't mean, like like there's a lot of shows I'm like oh you should check this out. This is one of those shows where like I don't even know if I should recommend it because I want to keep it for me. <laughs> so it's it's listen to this pedigree, all right? Written and directed by Christopher Nolan's brother Jonathan Nolan, who co-worked on it with uh, with him on The Dark Knight. Uh, produced by J.J. Abrams, based on a novel written by Michael Crichton. Yep. I mean, like, it's almost, like, if it were a stock, I would invest every cent I owned into it. it is yeah, that it's, solid. it's, this is, like, this show is like buying Apple stock in 1979. Yeah, yeah, get on this shit right now. The The season finale will be on, I believe, this Sunday. Yep. Already? So, yeah, yeah, it's already almost done. So well, there's, there's there's been I think there's been nine or ten episodes I don't remember which yeah nine episodes the tenth and I believe final episode is this coming Sunday so if you want to get in on the ground level of something of the next Game of Thrones I'm throwing that fucking oh right. what I'm jump here, off here's here's the thing here's the thing I'm gonna say about this show the character development and the story progression once you get past a few little quirks of the story progression. Is better than Game of Thrones. Those are bold words. I'm not even sure if I'd go that far, but I cannot, I cannot deny that it is an unbelievable. Show. Having having read the novel, uh, <clears throat> having seen the original movie from the 70s, and having seen this television show, I can and having deciphered some of the more quirky storytelling elements, at least in my opinion, I have. Um, I think. Pardon me, I just burped a bunch. Um, <laughs> I think it's actually going to be turn out to be slightly better than Game of Thrones. That would be awesome. Slight, that's, slightly, that's exciting. Slight. So there's tons of nudity. There's, there's, there's some less than Game of Thrones, but definitely an HBO show. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, well, it's around. It's HBO. Time. We don't win. We don't win Emmys without titties. <laughs> oh, and this show's gonna get some Emmys too. I mean, come on, Ed Harris, Anthony Hopkins for fuck's sake. Anthony Hopkins is a revelation. In the yeah, show. He is his best work since Silence of the Lambs. Absolutely correct. One hundred percent in agreement with the giblet. Yeah, I mean he he's playing the classic uh, Crichton archetype of like the. Yep bitter man who's like too smart for his own good you know like 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 his own worst enemy type like the like the father figure in uh, Jurassic Park like that kind of style of character and he just knocks it out of the park he owns that shit mm-hmm. and that young uh, that African American woman I don't know her name who plays I, Maeve I believe her name is also phenomenal yeah she's she's 
She's very good, and Evan Rachel Wood, who I normally hate, is oh, she's killing good. it. Yeah, yeah, so not, good in this. Not a sour note on the show, but yeah, that's check that out. Now, uh, you, have, you have to get you have to get past some storytelling quirks, but once you figure out what the quirks actually are, the whole thing makes a ton more sense. Yeah. All right, all right, Dino, your turn. Um, what I'm gonna recommend is. Um, I'm going to recommend a really dumb and fun short YouTube clip show. Um, Is this that Final it, Fantasy movie you were just talking about? No, that was me. Oh. No. Wow. <laughs> uh, what I'm going to recommend is you check out Irish People Review Blank. All right. All right. It's, it's just that. Irish people, and they're very, like, genial and good-natured and funny and kind of weird. And they review they review everything from like American beer to German food. Oh man, they, I, do they have a version of that for New Zealanders? Because I think that would be great too. Oh man, that would be great because <laughs> New Zealanders are just like just like terminally friendly. They're just yeah, they're funny and they're quirky. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like these Irish people like well like the, the one I watched that was my favorite was where they re- reviewed Irish whiskey versus American whiskey which is a very dear subject to my heart because I love whiskey yeah um and they were just like they would like just bolt down a shot of Jameson's and be like that's pretty good that that's 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 that that's great kind of taste of honey it's very good uh and then they would like just shoot a shot of Jack Daniels and be like oh that burns but it burns so good <laughs> I really like. I, I, I favor this one, the one that burns a little smoke in it, a little kind of a hint of oak maybe. Um, but they do that for everything, and they're just like super funny and hammered the whole time, and just like super genial and fun. It'll take your mind off the garbage fire that is the world we live in. Hey, that's always a bonus. Always a bonus. So yeah, I, Irish people review whatever. Um, it's like the same eight or nine Irish people, and they're all just lovely people. Like, I want to be friends with all of them. All right, Nate. All right. All right. I'm going to close this out here. All right. Tie this um, up. You know what? I'm going to tell you to, because uh, I've been wanting a classic TV kick lately, because, uh, uh, you know, all the network shows were off basically for Thanksgiving. So I had to find something to watch at night. And um, here's here are two things you need to check out. Uh, go back and watch The Twilight Zone. But, oh, do you, but here's what you got to do. Don't watch any episode where you know it. Yep. Don't watch Don't watch the one. Don't watch the Burgess Meredith fucking book one. <laughs> don't watch where the bum gives out Christmas gifts because it becomes Santa Claus. You yeah. know. Don't and fucking skip those. Like, uh, the one, like, well, the one episode I watched, like, what was really weird about it is that there must have been, like, an, like one week where the studio that they normally film in was, like, being fumigated. Because the, uh, there was an episode where this family built, uh, like, this legion of robots to serve them. Okay. And it turns out, spoiler alert, their daughter is also a robot. All right. Neither here <laughs> nor there. But the thing of it was, is that for some reason, this episode 
compared to the rest of them, the rest of them all looked like like they were being shot through like a cheesecloth or something. Like it's just, it's kind of it's very <laughs> yeah, it's very grainy unnecessarily. Twilight Zone Vaseline filter. <laughs> yeah, but this one episode was like like fucking high def. Like it looked like it was somebody like it was recorded today. But in a black and white filter, like it was just so crisp and sharp, and you could like see, like I don't know what was up with this one episode, but it was just so amazingly crystal clear, and I was just like, what happened that week? <laughs> like what? Yeah, if what did they do different this day out of the other five years yeah. of programming? <laughs> like. Yep. If you're if you're unfamiliar with the Twilight Zone, just watch the whole thing and you will be amazed, amazed at how many like cultural or like pop cultural like landmarks or touchstones come from that show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, it's so many and uh it's just like but again, watch it but skip all of the well-known pieces. Like yeah. and just and really catch like the 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 uh, like the just the well written uh, little nuggets. I mean, for crying out loud, some of like uh, there's an episode uh, that basically became the movie Steel. Yep. <clears throat> you know, so that's what that's what's in there. That's what that's what, and you know, like everybody always thinks of like uh, the, the terror. There's something on the wing. Yeah, there's something on the wing. Or... Burgess Meredith uh, in his books, uh, To Serve Man is a Cookbook. But, I mean, like, one of my favorite ones was this one where this old guy uh, digs out his old radio, and when he sat in his room, he could hear all the old radio programs. But it only worked yep. when he was by himself. Ah, oh, just a phenomenally well-acted, well-written, beautiful episode. And it's something that people take for granted i think in the twilight zone series is that you know we all think of uh or even burgess meredith when he becomes um the super intelligent then at the end of the episode super strong uh yeah. man um i mean like so many people um or the one where York. burgess meredith the one where burgess meredith uses the linotype machine to tell the future yeah yeah i mean i mean you know we're getting deeper and deeper cuts because i was about to be like or the one where fred Wynn thinks he'll die if his uh grandfather clock stops working not everybody knows those (laughs) i'm just getting deeper into the history but yeah it's uh just a phenomenal show and it's just so good i've really enjoyed it and uh the other thing i would tell you to check out um these are uh that's on netflix uh but if you have but if you have a hulu subscription uh watch taxi yeah, Taxi's very good. The, and if you don't, if you don't have Netflix in about a month, you're gonna be able to watch every Twilight Zone episode ever if you have basic cable, because starting on uh, New Year's Eve morning at six a.m., they run every Twilight Zone episode up through uh, January fourth. Yeah, they do that on uh, Sci-Fi. Yep, right? Sci-Fi. <laughs> because it's no, you know, it's S Y F Y. Uh, now, uh, but uh, yeah, that is uh, yeah, that is my recommendation, man. I am um, I am serious. I mean, I'm already. It's well known that I'm a TV hound, but man, crawling through those episodes. I was uh, now that I'm I'm actually almost done with uh, the Twilight episode, Twilight Zone episodes that are not uh, cliched episodes. Also, Jack Klugman, dude. Jack Klugman 
was in a bunch of those. He too. was in a bunch of them. Just a, just I mean, it really got you. Get to see these other sides of the actors. Like everybody makes fun of William Shatner for being uh, Captain Kirk and the way he portrayed Captain Kirk and everything, but the shit he did on Twilight Zone was phenomenal. Just good. good. It's very good stuff. So. Uh, but really, I, you, we got to stop me now because I will talk about how great old television is until, like, an, like my own Twilight Zone episode. Until the proverbial <laughs> cows come home. <laughs> Nate Starr is a guy who really liked old television. And tonight he's going to tune into the Twilight Zone. And I probably will. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to call this one good. Uh, it has been uh, it has been a blast to have the band back together, and it's a much lighter note than the last time uh, uh, Gibblet and I sat down together. So it is uh, it is always good, and we're we're approaching the holiday season, so very excited about that. And uh, so, uh, but until next week, on behalf of the great Brandino and Giblet, this is Nate saying, have a great week, and we'll see you next time.